Blessed Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good evening to those of us who are here and also uh, greetings to all those who will be listening to this podcast. So we reached the Christmas day that we are preparing for and let us begin by uh, praying the collect for that day. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. O oh God, who wonderfully created the dignity of human nature and still more wonderfully restored it, grant, we pray, that we may share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. So uh, let me give the outline of the readings. Uh, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 52, verses 7 to 10. The responsorial psalm from Psalm 98, verses 1 to 6. Then we have the second reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 1 to 6. And the gospel is the very poetic reading from the, the prologue of John, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. Very, very short uh, introduction to the season of mm -hmm. Christmas. Because you saw that the, well, the four weeks of Advent, no? but Christmas is short, at least for this year. Why? Because Christmas this year is a Sunday. Mm. Okay? And so... Uh, we have the liturgies for the Christmas season, four liturgies. Uh, tomorrow, or yeah, tomorrow, 24, you have the vigil and the midnight mass. And then 25, we have the dawn and the day mass. Mm -hmm. What we're taking up now is the liturgy for the day mass. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you have the octave, which is meaning eight days up to January 1. And then Another eight days up to Epiphany. Epiphany yeah. And then that's it. The following day is Baptism of the Lord and this is the end of the Christmas season. Oh. Liturgically. Otherwise, otherwise, it should be uh, the Baptism of the Lord on a Sunday. Mm. You see? Uh, that, that happens when Christmas is a Sunday. Everything is rush, rush, rush. Okay. So let's let's listen to the first reading now, uh, Gerald, please. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings God tidings, announcing peace, bearing good news, announcing salvation, saying to Zion, your God is king. Hark, your sentinels raise a cry. Together they shout for joy, for they see directly before their eyes the Lord restoring Zion. Break out together in song, O ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord comforts his people. He redeems Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm in the sight of all the nations. All the ends of the earth will behold the salvation of our God. The word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. It is not very evident here, but when you look at the context of this reading, actually this is a battlefield scenario. But it's already uh, announcing, it's a preview of the victory. That is why, you see, there's already the uh, announcing salvation, saying to Zion, your God is king. Now, maybe Teresa will ask me, how beautiful, (laughs) these feet, these feet, no? How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings glad tidings. That's not literally just the feet, of course. It's really the messenger and the message. Because here in this, uh, we're almost to the end of the book of the prophet Isaiah, no? This is chapter 52 already. Mm. It runs up to 66 chapters. That means we are already uh, in the fulfillment or nearing the fulfillment of the promise. Uh, We heard during this uh, Advent season, there's always the announcement of comfort. Comfort, my people. Now there is victory. It says, the Lord is already restoring Zion. Okay? And there is the invitation to sing. Break out together in song or ruins of Jerusalem where the Lord comforts his people. Uh, There is like, like Jerusalem or Zion is like just one city being named here, mm. but actually it is through this city that we receive salvation, mm. where we have uh, right, uh, the origin of our Lord. The Lord has bared his holy arm in the sight of all nations. You see, this is announcement. It, somebody called this also cosmic, mm-hmm. because it's not just really Israel. It's the world, and even then we, we hear the other, we will hear the other readings, it even goes beyond. It goes to no? oh, the divinity of Christ. So here the historical context would be, yes, a battlefield, and that is still what we have this time. Mm. I think Teresa was telling me yesterday, you're not following the news, but it seems no, the news is really going towards that. You know, mm. there's negotiation about war. And, you know, and what we saw in Ukraine, in Russia, which started in February this February, year, yeah. seems to be still going on. Yeah. yeah, and we do not know how it will play out at the end. No? There are still many battles going around us. But we are invited already to foresee the victory because of our faith of trust, no? the, the invitation to trust. And that is because of what we will hear now in the gospel. I know, Teresa, uh, can you manage to read that long poetry there? No. Okay. I said a glance of it when I came in. So I will read it. No? The gospel according to St. John, which is so beautiful. I wish we could memorize this. So it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 
A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory, a glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, did you feel the poetry there? (laughs) It's even I felt it. It's good. (laughs) You see, the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, and Luke starts really with Jesus on the ground. Right. (laughs) And if you say there's the genealogy, there is uh, the announcement of the birth. To, to Joseph in Matthew, to Mary in Luke. But this one, <clears throat> you don't have an announcement here on earth. It goes beyond. Means say, that's why they said, uh, maybe because John was written a bit uh, further from the time of Jesus, there, there was more reflection done. Okay. And this Jesus that we saw and we met, there's a beautiful line in the letter of John. Uh, the one whom we have seen and heard and touched, no? the word of God, we announce to you. So the, it's, it's not just the human Jesus. Their reflection already went higher. That's why it's in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and mm. the word was God. Is the preeminence, the divinity, not just what we are celebrating. What we're celebrating during Christmas is really the coming down of divinity, you know, the incarnation of God. But Saint John is forcing us to go high again to to make the connection between you know, what we touch, we hear, uh, we saw, to really the the origins. I also don't know if you saw here. There's an alternation. So very high, but then he will bring it down again to John the Baptist. Right. Did you notice that? It's one paragraph, though, the word, and then a man named John. And then back to the true light, and then John testified to him. So it's it's a, a tug of war between heaven and earth. And then sometimes I said, yes, maybe 
sometimes our spiritual life is like that. You know, it, it's so difficult to find uh, God when you look at what happens to the world. Mm-hmm. There is really a tension. How do you like? How do you make sense of what of disease? How do you make sense of the suffering of children? How do you find God there? Because, as we were saying, even in the first reading, the battles continue. Okay, but somehow it's also here in this reading. No? The world came to be through Him, meaning the creation, but the world did not know Him. That's a problem, no? He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. So, uh, embracing the humanity, he has to embrace all that. Rejection. Rejection of God. But just the same, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Like, uh, last week, we last Sunday, the key word was what? I don't know if you still remember. <laughs> the key word was Emmanuel. Yes. God with us. God with us. God is with us. This line, which we always use for Christmas, and the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, is John's version of Emmanuel. God is with us. Okay. Uh, the dwelling, the the... Hebrew word for dwelling is actually the tent. He pitched his tent among us. And if you like, he pitched his tent on our flesh. Okay. He, he got infected by our humanity. <laughs> We're talking of COVID before you arrive. So I said, in a way, there is the ironic thing here. If you get infected, you become stronger. Yeah. You become stronger because you get antibodies. So I, I was I was also reflecting on that. I said, um, God wanted to become like us, to understand us, to conquer our sins, to give us antibodies. Right. <laughs> to fight. Okay? Because then you can say, oh, Jesus went through all this. And he won. Okay. He conquered. And so there is hope. There is hope for us. I guess that, that is the good news of Christmas. Uh, may, many, we don't uh, usually see it very clearly, but some changes have happened. In Jesus coming in into our own flesh, we are given the hope that things can change because okay. there is victory. Okay, so let us go to the second reading because there is still the continuation of this same. A reading from the letter of Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 1 to 6. Brothers and sisters, in times past, God spoke in partial and various ways to our ancestors through the prophets. In these last days, he has spoken to us through the Son, whom he made heir of all things, and through whom he created the universe, who is the 
effulgence of his glory, the very imprint of his being, and who sustains all things by his mighty word. When he had accomplished purification from sins, he took his seat at the right hand of the majesty on high. As far superior to the angels as the name, he has inherited is more excellent than this. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son. This day I have begotten you, or again I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. And again, when he leads the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be Thanks to God. God. What what is the word that comes or the person who comes very very strongly in this reading? <clears throat> so in times past, God spoke in partial various ways to the prophets, but in these last days, He spoke to us Jesus. through His Son. You notice there is the repetition of the Son. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are my Son. This day I have begotten you. Okay, so if in the gospel reading, it, it sounds a bit, how do you say, abstract? Mm-hmm. Because the word that, that's for us, even philosophically, you say, what is that? The word, actually, the, the Greek word here is logos. <clears throat> logos, where we get the word logotherapy, also logos, which is meaning, that which gives meaning, but here, in the second reading, it becomes personal. It's the son. So there's a relationship, father and son. And so uh, what we are having in the second reading is a further reflection, but relational uh, words, relational or in terms of relationship. Okay. Maybe later on you can also read further because... The letter to the Hebrews is uh, written more for the Jewish uh, audience. Mm -hmm. And the Jewish audience would be uh, very much into also angel belief. So who is this son? Is this just like one of the angels? The, The author is saying no. No. The end of the reading says... For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son? So there is a difference. No? This they have begotten. Or again, uh, when he leads the firstborn into the world, he says, let the, all the angels of God worship him. Okay, so something that we have also in the Christmas story, the angels announcing to the shepherds, no? come and worship. So here. This is the further, this, this reading from the Hebrews is one of the uh, Christmas readings to bring out that relationship. This is not, what we're having here is not just the birth of Jesus to Mary and Joseph. What we're having is really the birth of the Son of God. Yes. Okay, so with this, we would like to somehow... Uh, I, I think one of one of my challenges uh, yesterday in our living rosary group is 
when you look at the Christmas decors right now, mm-hmm. even the Christmas cards, mm-hmm. do you still get the connection with the origin of Christmas? <laughs> what? Yeah, well, yes and no. I yes mean, and no. Okay, how? Well, I mean, if you're talking about superficially the things that mm-hmm. I was raised in a household where the whole meaning of Christmas was the coming of Christ. Yes. That's always stuck with me. Yes, good. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying that's just the way we were raised. But yes, mm-hmm. you're right. Well, we see all the commercial things, but that's... You know, we were. I, I was in Italy also <clears throat> for many years, and I was feeling sad when, whenever I, I would be going around, I don't see any more. I mean, the 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 creams. Maybe that's why in the Vatican. Well, there I see is what really, you're saying. That's true. You don't see. You just see Santa Claus. Yeah, that's true. When and, I was when I was a young boy, yeah. where I grew up, actually you saw the perps. Displayed in so many places. Yes. We still put it up in our home, in our apartment, in Hong Kong. So the first thing we do is put the crib up. Yes. <laughs> I was so surprised, and the taxi driver confirmed uh, the thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in central, no decoration at all, commercial or religious. Everything was dark. Uh, have a look. Have a look. That's true. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was there yesterday. And then, and then the, the uh, taxi driver said, "Because American." This is what he said. You might be wrong. American uh, China and China are arguing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to put on my test here. Really, I was so surprised. I've been Only in the shopping malls. No, no, no. On the street in Central, mm-hmm. uh, like all the uh, outside of the building, there are lights. The only one that put out really pretty lights. Fire has excellent taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 like that sort of lighting, all the uh, uh, shops uh, used to do it. Yeah, you're right. Have a look. Have yeah, a look. Yeah, I was so right. surprised. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, usually out so during surprised. the days. Even in our area, in Tintatra, you know, in the... Yeah, yeah in Tintatra. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's much less on the right. The 11, the big one there. Yeah, I don't think... Definitely, I don't think they're trying to save the electricity. No. So you see, even that touches our attention. Because, you know, one, one of the basic symbolisms of Christmas is really light. Yes. You see, you hear that in the reading, mm-hmm. the true light, which enlightens everyone. So I said, even in, in some places where I don't see any more the figures, or the pre Jesus, Mary, Joseph, wow. at least there are lights. I said, I hope they make the connection. I say a little prayer. Now, at least those who designed this, I hope they see the connection. That yeah. light in the darkness, amidst the darkness, is really God's presence. Maybe not that deep, but, but I think like everybody knows this right. uh, hope, joy, something yeah. nice coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes, yes. But uh, so that, that is that is our that is our challenge. Yeah. To help people make the connection. Yeah. Yeah? What do you think? It could be. <laughs> it must be. You know. I I hope uh, when we finish this, you can go back to the, the gospel reading, you know, and look at the see what came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. You no, know? in many many ways, and we said 
that which gives meaning, the logos or the word, which gives light and meaning to the human race is really the presence of Christ. Okay. But I was watching TV and this guy um, just designed light. Mm-hmm. So, so we can all imagine how effective lights are, how he uses light, he wanted to watch and so on. And he did it very nicely. Mm-hmm. So light is a very important tool. It is. In, in many religions, actually, light mm-hmm. is one of the most important symbols. Uh, look at Hinduism, even. Diwali, the Feast of Lights. Yes, 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 because they know with that, no, that, I mean, we are all looking for meaning mm-hmm. and we need light. We need light. We need the light of wisdom, the light of hope, the light of peace. Mm. So even if we says uh, if we say Christmas is uh, it happens every year, but every year there is some change in us. There is some change in the world. So Christmas is always new. Somebody, somebody asked me that. Yeah. Well, we read this every year. Uh, what is what is new here? What can we say? What's, what can we still say when you listen to this year after year? <laughs> so somebody said, uh, we listen to the same word, but actually we are a different person from last year. So, so something, I mean, the connections will be different because we are a different person now. Hopefully, I don't know, more positive <laughs> Not positive in the sense of the COVID. In <laughs> the society and everything around us is different. Yeah. Yes, yes. It has changed a lot. I don't know. Uh, our our friends here in the in the Zoom, surely, some thoughts running to your mind. More shopping? Yes, no, um, I've stopped doing buying presents for ah. a number of years already. Oh. Okay. Uh, I show you the books. I only bought the books from Catholic Center for my grandchildren. Yes, yes. Because uh, my daughter, she is Catholic, but not my son-in-law. So mm. I cannot force. But as a grandma, a Catholic grandma, mm. all I can do is uh, buy sort of children, buy sort of Bible story books and things for them. Yes, when you're talking about the um, the light and the decoration, I just wonder whether people don't understand. If you look up the Christmas trees, usually they have a star, mm-hmm. a bright star. Yes. At least that's a good sign. Yes, right. yes. I hope that they will uh, connect. Someone will ask, why always a big star on top of the Christmas tree? Right. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. At least that is a bit of, uh, I mean, for Christian. Yes. Another thing is, um, it's sad, but at least the CEO Christians will go to Mass. CEO. Christmas <laughs> is there only. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah, we'll remind them to go to Mass mm-hmm. um, tomorrow and Sunday and 
yeah. the rest. Yes. So, yes. so yeah. we'll see but, you and your family. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, but tomorrow night will be a bit uh, uh, difficult for me because the uh, the grandchildren they're only two and four. I don't think they can stay up that late. Yeah. Even the six p.m. Yes. mass. Yes. Yeah, Better so. not expose them. <laughs> anyway, there's yes. Sunday. Very yes. Okay. Yes, but yes, I I do feel what you said is so sad that a lot of people keep on thinking about writing Christmas card. And it's not easy to buy meaningful Christmas cards. Cards, yes, yes. With there are a lot of Snoopies. Yeah. <laughs> Minnie the Pooh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can only get them from Catholic Center. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And thanks be to God, we still have bookshops early. Like yeah. Yes. Catholic Center. Catholic Center in our point. Yeah, cards are very economical. Yes. <laughs> That's where I got my cards and gifts. Yes. Very good. So, yeah. anything else that you like to share um, uh, about Christmas? For yes. me, the meaning of Christmas is really uh, it's like a piece of gift. Gifts, mm -hmm. uh, forgiveness, yeah. reunions. So yes. This is the other meaning for me of yes. uh, Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Of course, those are Christmas lights, Christmas trees, uh, the nativity. Of course, these are also very important for me. And I also feel sad now because it really it's totally different than what yeah. Yeah. the The family is number one. Yes. yes. Yeah. Always family yeah. celebrations. Yeah. And that, that's because of the Holy Family. Holy yes, Christmas. that's right. At least, you know, Holy the Family. The Holy Family. Right after Christmas. So uh, we also remember, of course, the, the many uh, the battlefields that we, we mentioned. Because actually, within the octave of Christmas, you immediately have the martyrs. Yeah. December 26 is Saint Stephen. The first martyr. Oh, yeah. Within That's the octave, right. huh? December 27, well, it's not a martyr, St. John, feast. But 28 is the feast of the innocents. Mm. The holy innocents who have to suffer because Herod was looking for the Remember? baby Jesus. He had all the... Remember? So they had, they, they were killed, they were murdered yeah. because of Herod who was so paranoid. Yeah. Anyway, so within the Christmas octave, they are already these witnesses. Uh, when I was talking about the, the battle, the, the tension between holiness and the profanity of the world, no? uh, I feel that it's, it's very sad, but there is always the promise of God's victory. Okay, And that is, I guess, that continues to be the challenge to everyone. Uh, especially those who are feeling the challenge in their flesh because of sickness, okay, because of uh, need for sometimes reconciliation in the families, because there are there are many problems in the families also. Yeah. <laughs> who could not reconcile. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we will end there, but uh, with the prayer of the responsorial psalm, no? we would like all really to be reached by the grace of God. No? When he says here, all the ends of the earth <clears throat> have seen the saving power of God. 
we can pray this and have in mind the many categories of persons needing this saving power of God. Okay? So let's pray together. Okay. All the All ends of the earth have seen, seen the saving power of God. Sing, Sing to, to the, the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made known his salvation. In the light of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all ye lands. Break into song, sing praise. Sing praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Sing joyfully before the King, the Lord. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Thank you and Merry Christmas everybody. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday everyone.